David, can I tell you a story? Sure. Okay, great. So it was February of 2020. I'm uh, strutting, strolling through the office, happy as can be. Uh, I didn't really know what was coming at that point. Uh, I got a smile on my face, and I'm, uh, you know, walking through Politico's office and past this health reporter named David. And I'm like, hey, David, how's it going? And you were like, I'm okay, but just trying not to feel like the world is ending with all of this coronavirus news. And I remember thinking at the time, this guy is kind of a bummer. <laughs> but but now, I mean, you, you were right. You were so right back then. Worldwide this morning, growing concern over a growing health crisis. With health officials here in the U.S. moving fast to prepare for what the CDC has called an inevitable spread. Major cities across the country are looking more like ghost towns. Medical experts are warning people not to inject themselves with disinfectants after President Trump pondered at last night's White House briefing whether that could be a potential method for fighting the virus. Hey there, Pulse Jack listeners. This is Jeremy Siegel continuing our special series on the coronavirus pandemic. Today, I'm talking with David Lim, who's not a bummer, just a reasonably concerned journalist about the Delta variant, how concerned we should be and what it means for the months ahead. Here's our conversation. So when we, we talk about coronavirus variants, essentially they're versions of the original strain of the coronavirus that emerged in China last year. The Delta variant first identified in India has now spread to nearly every state in the U.S. Some public health officials have said that the Delta variant contains characteristics from other variants that have emerged. For example, the South African variant. We move on to other news tonight and to the coronavirus and news this evening that the dangerous South African variant has now been detected in a patient here in New York City at a hospital here. And uh, another variant that first emerged here in the United States near Los Angeles. And with L.A. County now surpassing one million cases and the arrival of that new variant, we will need all the help we can get. I think that researchers are still trying to get a solid grasp on exactly what the characteristics of the Delta variant are. Um, I think that most would agree at this point that it does appear to be more transmissible than other variants to date. Mm -hmm. The CDC has said that it now accounts for more than 20% of U.S. coronavirus cases. And it's expected for that number to grow even further because it appears to be pushing out other variants like the Alpha variant. Hmm. But in terms of if it is more deadly or more likely to cause hospitalization, um, I think we're still waiting for robust evidence to emerge. So it's spreading in the U.S. It appears to be easier to spread, but we don't quite know whether it's more dangerous. I guess the question on everybody's mind, though, right now is the vaccines. Do they work against the Delta variant? I think the consensus is that if you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, that means two weeks after your second dose mm -hmm. of an mRNA vaccine, or at least two weeks after a J&J vaccine, you appear to still have protection against the Delta variant at pretty high levels. Um, now, the caveat being is that we're still kind of waiting to see data on the performance of J&J, but J&J has said that they're studying the performance of their vaccine. So hopefully we'll learn more about J&J soon. But for Moderna and Pfizer, 
both companies have said that they're they're confident that their vaccine remains highly effective against the Delta variant. The caveat being is that you have to be fully protected. Uh-huh. If I were unvaccinated right now and I was living in an area where less of the population had been fully vaccinated, I would be pretty nervous given the data that we're seeing on what appears to be an increase in the transmissibility of Delta. But at the end of the day, if you're vaccinated, you probably shouldn't be too bummed out, at least personally, about Delta. Yeah, with the caveats of not knowing exactly the performance of of J&J. I think the most important thing to note is that, especially for um, the mRNA vaccines, it does appear, based on the research that is emerging, that one has to actually receive both doses of the mRNA vaccine to have this amount of protection. It appears that there has been a significant effect on the protection that one receives from the first dose of an mRNA vaccine compared to um, the original strain. Interesting. So you have been reporting throughout the pandemic on testing for coronavirus and and what we're doing testing-wise in the U.S. And you have a news story about how the Delta variant has kind of upended our testing strategy. Explain that to me. So I wouldn't necessarily say that the Delta variant is itself causing the administration to reconsider how it approaches COVID testing. I think that it more so is causing them to redouble down on the importance of maintaining some of its earlier plans before the pandemic started to uh, be brought a little under control in the United States by vaccines. What I mean is early plans to implement COVID testing in schools and congregate settings like homeless shelters in early 2021. Those plans, basically, the, the administration is basically doubling down, saying that these are things that remain important to us that we think are necessary going into the fall. And I think the Delta variant has um, kind of demonstrated the importance of maintaining this level of preparedness, both for the potential of regional outbreaks of coronavirus, especially in states that have low numbers of vaccinations in their populations. But also what the Biden administration is really trying to do is think about what are the lessons from the early COVID response when it came to our ability to produce diagnostic tests for emerging infectious diseases um, like COVID or perhaps the next virus that comes along. So it's sort of like things seemed like they were getting a lot better with the vaccines and stuff. And it might be like we're at a point where we could sort of wind down some of these widespread plans for testing or testing that we already have in place. But now it's like, Hold up. Uh, we're not out of the, the woods yet with this variant. Yeah, I don't think at any public health official would say that we were ever really out of the woods, um, mm-hmm. even though it might seem like that in certain areas of the country like D.C., where there has been fairly robust um, vaccine uptake and, and plunging COVID cases. I wrote a story a few months ago kind of talking about how the lowering number of COVID cases might result in some of these massive screening programs, like the the, the need for them to be reduced. Mm-hmm. But I think one has to remember that there are still populations like children who are under the age of 12 who are not yet eligible for a COVID vaccine. 
And then there are also lower percentages of, of adolescents and young adults who have elected to get vaccinated compared to um, elderly adults. Let me ask, because uh, your specialty is coronavirus testing, um, can we test like specifically for the Delta variant? Like if someone goes in, if they're feeling sick and they think they might have COVID and they get a test, like do you find out or do the people taking your test find out, oh, this person has the Delta variant? Yeah. So, I mean, generally speaking, it won't be the initial COVID test that is what determines what variant you have. Um, what, what will end up happening is if you have a positive COVID test, you can take some of that sample and then sequence it. Um, so you can determine what are the changes in the, the genome of the virus, and you can identify what characteristics it has and what variant it might be. The federal government has expressed interest in trying to develop tests that can tell what type of variant an individual might have, because that might have implications on the treatment regimen if they end up in the hospital. Hmm. So that's something to look for in the future. But I don't think that that is widely available or, or commercialized yet. I'm just curious, like thinking about the point that we're at where, you know, cases are down um, a good number of people, not as much as we want, but a good number of people are vaccinated. And since it looks like the vaccines do a good job, at least the mRNA ones for sure, do a good job of preventing you from having any problem with the Delta variant. Looking a few weeks, a few months down the line, like how significant of a problem do you think something like the Delta variant could be? Well, I think what federal officials and other experts have kind of cautioned is that as we kind of head back into the winter months, we could see resurgences of, of coronavirus and other respiratory illnesses like flu, for example, was virtually non-existent last year, in part because of the precautions that we were all taking to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But I think what people have said is it won't necessarily look like uh, the surge over the winter um, this past year. Um, it will be smaller and it might be regional, um, especially in states and communities where there are people who have not elected to be vaccinated. And as a result, there are lower uptake of uh, protective measures against against COVID. Do you think we could see communities like that having to do things like, I don't know, reinstitute mask mandates or like shut down businesses because of this? So my colleague and I kind of took a look at this last week. And I think the the question that a lot of federal officials are asking themselves is, is there the political will to kind of reinstitute some of those preventive measures? And are these communities the ones that will adhere to them if, if necessary? Um, so I, I think that's a big open question at this point. Oh, yeah, I guess because like if they're communities where vaccination rates are pretty low, there's a decent chance they might be the communities where people were like hesitant to follow mass guidelines in the first place. That's what we found in the course of our reporting for that story. What else are you thinking about when it comes to this variant as a health reporter that other people might not be, but probably should be aware of? I mean, I think the thing that we haven't talked about is the potential for another variant to emerge, not necessarily the Delta, but another one that has a greater effect on the effectiveness of the vaccines that are being widely used in the United States. I think we all hope that we won't see something like that. But if we see a variant that, for example, lowers the effectiveness from, say, 90, 80 percent down to 60 percent, um, just pulling a number out of thin air, obviously that could have a heavy impact on how we kind of think about the virus um, in the months ahead. 
how would another new potentially scary variant pop up? Like, could, I don't know, the spread of the Delta variant lead to a potentially other worse variant? What public health experts have said and federal officials have said is that any uncontrolled spread of any type of coronavirus creates the opportunity um, for new variants to emerge. It isn't necessarily... um, that the Delta variant in and of itself might have more of a chance of changing to a, a different type of a variant. But if it spreads widely, um, that's more people and more opportunities for it to create different versions of itself. All right, that is our show for this week. I'm Jeremy Siegel, and big thanks to David Lim from Politico's health team for joining me. If you want to read more of David's reporting, he authors the Prescription Pulse newsletter. You can find that at politico.com slash newsletters. Also, be sure to subscribe to Pulse Check if you haven't yet, wherever you're listening. Pulse Check's senior editor is Raghu Manavalan. Our senior producer is Jenny Ament, and our executive producer is Irene Noguchi. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you soon.